is Gabriel the Angel, and you're watching Verse TV. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, all that jazz. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Troy Weeks Music. If you hear my voice, you know what that means. It's time for all the tea right where? Here on Reverse TV. And in the building, we got special, special, special guest, my friend, Gabriel the Angel. What's good? Hey, y'all. You know, you already know how we got up and say, keep it well. So, let's get this thing shorted. For our audience out there who may not yet know where you're from, let them know where you're from and tell us a little bit about your, the love of your origin story of being where you're from. Oh my God, I love this question. Okay, so first thing I want everybody to know about me when I meet, when they meet me, I'm sure New York is tired of it. I am from Texas, if you can't tell by my boots. All I wear is boots. Um, and what I, I, so I'm from Dallas, Texas. Well, Fort Worth, Texas specifically, but we're kind of like the super refined, acquired taste. I say the jewel of America, but we're not really pressed for everybody to know us. But if you fly into Dallas, it's Dallas Fort Worth Air, uh, Airport. So clearly these equally young for Dallas, but no. I love being from Texas so much. It's literally, I, if I could wear the Texas flag all over me, I would, but I don't like flags. Um, I love the simplicity and the potent culture and authenticity of Texas. Around, I, I'm well-traveled. I studied abroad when I was a teenager. And I realized like one around the world, people know Texas. It was the first uh, TV show that was exported out of um, America to like all the other countries, like the show Dallas. So like the brand, the culture, the aesthetic, the stereotype, if you will, of Texas is known around the world. And it's still to this day true. And I've realized traveling, especially living in New York, Oh, I'm like this because I'm from Texas. Like that's not, like noticing. That's why I say travel is the most important thing that people should do because it'll show you. Oh, I'm like this because of where I'm from. Because where I was raised, what made me. That's why I'm like this. So how? And I got my Texas pride once I got away from Texas, like officially for real. Well, if y'all his friend, y'all really gonna know meet him. Y'all really gonna he's really Texas all day. Just so you know, I'm just friend. Potent. Potent. So, how has how has your origin influenced you and your work? Ooh, I say all the time, I am only like this. <laughs> like if if anybody got a problem with the way I come across or the person that I am today, blame my family because from the jump, they pour fuel to this fire. So I have always been a like I said, potent. <laughs> person from Texas, this potent person from Texas because of where I was raised and how my cousins and brothers and uncles made me stand bold in who I was because that's just how we was. Like, like if you're gonna be who you are, you better be bold and like stand in it. Like, like what, if you're not gonna change, like, you know, we don't want you to change and if you did, you not that's not how we do it in this family. Yeah. Right. This family don't play, y'all. He don't play clearly. <laughs> so you're a very talented vocalist, clearly. Your song with Vegas Valentine along with the showcases is very well. <clears throat> we already had this conversation. Oh. 
have you been recording music professionally? Bible. That is the second song I've ever recorded in studio. I can count on my hands how many times I've been in a recording studio and was it just like, oh my God, I'm in a recording studio, like like actually pro like producing something vocally or like musically. So not long, child. It's been like a year. And you out here, upper, uh -huh. out here professionally recording. Uh -huh. Okay. So on your Instagram, you mentioned that you were learning, you were learning the guitar. How did you want to incorporate incorporate that into your musical work? Well, I don't think I would be. Mm, I mean, if it's a skill of mine, I would probably be performing a little guitar. But I think it, the reason why I started like being super like serious about learning how to play the guitar is because I am now considering myself a singer songwriter. Not really. I'm I'm just a performer. Like I'd rather somebody else do it. But I know I like to have a collaborative process when I'm creating music. And so the more I can like get out of my head what I hear, the easier I realize it can be working with producers. And so if I can have any instrument where I can at least play the tune versus my perfect pitch of a voice. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If I could like have them hear what I'm trying to like verbally show them, I figured out that could be more beneficial, so. Gotcha. Why don't you make and sense Prince. of an artist? Prince yeah. plays guitar. So I feel like artistically, that'll help me go further. Gotcha. That artistic vibe. vibe. That artist, artistic vibe. Gotcha. Creatively, it'll like give you another way to like get that out. You know? Right. Right, right, right. I see. I, I feel you on that. So what's your next musical conquest? Okay. Uh... <laughs> Well, I'm actually in the works of getting my first project done, my first like full EP album done, which hopefully is coming out on my birthday in April. Or I'm just saying April in general, my new first debut album is coming out in April. No dates, no pressure. But yeah, that's my next thing. Awesome, yeah. yes sir. We'll be looking forward because who's gonna be working on it with you? This guy right here, we're gonna make sure it makes it, it happen. We're gonna make sure it's the best of the best. Come that you in, guns blazing, friend. Make sure I'm yeah. Gucci. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me this. I don't know if we had this conversation before, but where did you the, the choice for the for your stage name, Gabriel the Angel Caution, come from? It's, honestly, the caution is just for the gram, like. But also. I get a lot of, oh, pretty boy, you so cute, you so cute. And so I felt like the caution, I wanted to say that to the people of just like, all right, but don't get it twisted. You see the boots, I'm from Texas, you don't know what's in them, calm down. But Gabriel the Angel came from me, one, growing up in church, um, period. <laughs> um, and I, there was a time when I, well, no, until I moved to New York, I went by nicknames, my middle name, anything other than Gabriel. It took me like, it was a journey to, for me to, that's why I correct everybody now saying like, don't call me Gabe, like don't abbreviate it. Also, if you know me pre in my previous life of New York, it was a specific error with each name. So based off how people call me, like I know like, oh, you know me from there. Anyway, <laughs> but Gabriel the Angel, I am Angel. 
I want to bring the good vibes. I do feel like God put something in me to bring the message to like humanity. If you know anything about the angel Gabriel, the receipts are there. He is that bitch. Uh, <laughs> like I get the job done. I handle it. I let them know. You can listen if you want to. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Good luck. Right. I bring the good vibes. Yeah. Always. Always a pleasure. So let's talk daily. You're a producer on the show. What connected you to the show? I met the one of the um, co-founders of the show at Trappy Hour in Harlem. Michael is my like best friend, and I love him. And we used to see each other multiple times throughout. Like I want to say like two summers ago at Trappy Hour, and. Um, he was just one of the like regulars there that I would always be like, hey friend, hey friend. And eventually he'd be like talked about the show or whatever. And on a whim that night where I'm sure he thought it was his drug talk and low key I did until he dropped the good little receipt where I was like, let me sober up, this could be cute. And he invited me to the show the next day and was like, if you're not hungover tomorrow, we could totally use um, an associate producer to come on and help us with this episode, blah, blah, blah. I went, was low-key starstruck from the guests that they had on that day. And it was like Red Bull Studios. It was like a collective of young, positive black um, voices that were talking about something positive. Gabriel the Angel, voices. It all was on brand for me. And <laughs> I was like a natural, I was like, I'm obsessed with this. And the next day he was like, everybody was obsessed with like how you like handled everything and everything. Like, would you like to be a part of it? And I was like, y'all don't even know what y'all just did. Okay. Yeah. What is your goal in the production of the show? One, I'm not a podcast person. And like they have said how that's like annoying to them low key, but I'm just like, y'all know I got the digital span to do that. But my goal for the show is my goal with everything I do, um, be something that's authentic, that is thought-provoking, like get it to where it's known as something that's authentic and thought-provoking that also right. inspires and like is something optimistic in such a pessimistic time, basically. Gotcha. So can you tell our listeners um, where, they can, where they can check out Let's Talk Daily so they, if they want to check it out and find them on? I believe it's on... Um, all streaming platforms, Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify, all that jazz. But the Instagram is Let's Talk Daily. And yeah, we got like a, a LTD radio where we do like um, playlists and all that. And LTD Soul Life, which is like a wellness and lifestyle inspirational like platform. Yeah. Well, all right, there's ways to find out, y'all. So if y'all want to find out more information, please do. Press rewind if you didn't get it the first time. Um, so. <laughs> also, we got doing a karaoke contest this weekend for Valentine's Day, if y'all want Wait, to We didn't get there yet. We didn't get there yet. Oh, we didn't get there. Don't you worry. We're going to get there, friend. We're going to get to the Valentine's Day karaoke <laughs> order. Don't you worry. So, uh, Aaron Mack was born in New York Hospital and spent the first four years of his life in Harlem. Harlem will always have a special place in Aaron's heart. Shout out to you, Aaron. You know I'm from Harlem, too. So Harlem mm -hmm. work all day. Feel me? Working to maintain the beautiful legacy of Harlem, you're a producer at Harlem Pride. I mean, excuse me, at Harlem Parade. Sorry. 
Both, actually. <laughs> um, right. That's why I got confused. But anyway, um, give our listeners, give our listeners all the tea on the service that that provides Harlem. Tell us all about it and its goals and how you got involved. Okay, so <clears throat> I literally got involved the Thursday before the Zoom meeting started happening for the birth of what it has now become. Um, I was going to Atlanta on a Friday. I got a call on Thursday from someone that I hadn't talked to in years about an opportunity. And he was like, when you go to Atlanta, take care of your music and all that. And when you come back, I have an opportunity I think you would like. And I was like, okay, I came back and it was Sonic the Hedgehog, just go after that. Um, Harlem Parade is a nonprofit now that I'm one of the top five, like most proudest things I've ever done in my life. Um, started out as just an idea of a music video from Beyonce's Black Parade, um, Black Parade uh, music video. The song she came out with talking about commerce and Black uh, like economic wealth and all this. And her dancer, Danae Baptiste, wanted to do like a love letter to Harlem. And so she was like, let me do a music video to the song and like through Harlem and like as a, as a, like a homage to like my hometown where she's from. And it started off as that and it's turned into now this piece of art that promotes commerce and community and culture that we did in the middle biggest receipt we did in the middle of the quarantine made this happen 45 black owned businesses like like i think like 40 plus creatives like made this happen in the middle of the quarantine on the black lives matter mural we is sorry i'm not gonna say but it's literally like so, something that was so special and so like real to where the energy from the integrity we put into it has like opened so many doors and opportunities and knowing mm -hmm. that was a small piece in it mm -hmm. is that's something that i use as a flex proud of you friend you're out here making moves yeah, from Texas yeah, to New York. it really oh. did change my life in the middle of that like time it was such a light too and it was like a like an infectious light to so many people mm -hmm. <sighs> well keep shining that light and keep doing what you're doing because it's only the beginning okay it's huge you're it's right. turned into something serious um, so you were saying you were saying earlier. Now we get into it. You were hosting. You're hosting a Valentine's Day karaoke. So we want to know where it be. Will there be any connections to love, or will people be able to sing anything they want? Talk about this uh, Valentine's Day karaoke. Okay, so my, the podcast I produce for Let's Talk Day and host for Let's Talk Daily. We have the series called Virtual Vibe which we normally always have an artist or like something interactive and like just- The interview will be on Virtual Bobby. Mm -hmm. Friend, you was on slash. You will be on it this Thursday, one of the guest uh, appearances. But no, um, we have Virtual Bobby, which is honestly throughout the quarantine, we was looking for something else to like produce something else we can do in the middle of this like mess. And I was like, why don't we just do like a little virtual kiki and it turned into a virtual vibe like let's just bring some different vibes to everybody that follows us or listens to us and it's snowballed into a cute little thing that i like feel proud about but this thursday for valentine's day we're doing a karaoke contest we kind of switch it up 
from time to time. And it's all love songs, obviously. And the win is going to be voted on by the cast of the podcast. And then from there, we'll have the top three and we'll post clips from their uh, karaoke moments and let the audience vote. And the winner gets a free candle from my friend from Texas's uh, candle line called Of Yours Products. But it's going to be oh, cute. Yeah. Like anybody That's can sign fun. on IG Live, Let's Talk Daily. Give you a little uh, one, two, three, four, five, love moment. <laughs> And God awesome. About your awesome. Well, we'll definitely be looking out for that. Um, those out there who are going to see this video, tune in in a moment. Make sure you check it out. Um, so, before we wrap up the last end of this one and get to our final questions of our homos Tiki, we asked everybody, what is the hardest part about all of your creative works? What's the hardest part about being a creative and your creative works for you? My mama always taught me. Or always, yeah, always tell me the importance of like tunnel vision. And I've gotten to a point now where that has become a bit of um, blinders in a sense. And so I feel like that, as important as I know it is and will always be for the rest of my life, it's hard to focus on what I'm going for as well as take in the process of what it takes to get there. Mm. And that's been the hardest thing for me to realize, like, even though I don't have the equation of how this is gonna get me there, I, can, I still need to, it, it, there's a, another level of importance that seeing the process of it getting there could mean to me and could it also help me get there. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Ups and downs, like knowing when, oh, I just spent a whole three months of like struggle, knowing what that does to me when I think about the moments that I'm not where I want to be. It's like, okay, but look, you just had that whole three months of struggle. Like that's, you still good. You still in this. Like, yeah. mm. that's the hardest thing mm. for me right now. Mm. And what's, so what's been the most enjoyable? Let's flip it. What's been the most enjoyable part about your work in all that you do? Having one, the fact that I'm in New York the most, and I'm like I said, I'm well-traveled, I'm a cultural anthropologist, seeing and feeling the energy of so many people from so many different types of backgrounds, see me and feel like they see see me and are getting are getting the same authentic energy that my people back home get. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. my feeling like people in New York are feeling my light. Like people back home did. Got it. I mean you plant at your feet in the right ground that people that so rooted I'm trying not to cry for you. I'm trying not to cry. I see it but okay yeah. you got this man. So tell me what's the main thing that you want our verse TV audience to learn about you today? Um, that I walk the walk, I talk. I'm like integrity, that's not even a question. Um, that I'm about it, about it from Texas, caution. And <laughs> that I'm rocking with charisma with a vengeance. Like it's a love that come in like a wrecking ball. So at least it's love and not hate. <laughs> Got you. I love it. You know, I'm sorry. Like, what song? 
So, uh, catch myself. What's the best advice that you've ever received? Best advice that I've ever received? Uh, actually, two, two pieces of advice from the same person that is the founder of Creative Genius Support, which also is the people who produced Harlem Parade and is my manager now. Um, best piece of advice, it was you're the opportunity and respect the process. And another quote from him that is literally like tattooed on my eyelids, over or uh, under promise so that you could overproduce. Does that make sense? Right. I can, this is what I can do knowing that you possibly can do more. Knowing that you mm -hmm. can the goal, the that. hope is I can turn it in by the Friday. I would love it if I could turn it in by Wednesday, but you know what? I'm not going to put that on me. I'm going to overpromise so that I can underproduce. So at least, yeah, because I'm a big mm. dreamer. Got a picture. So last question of the, of the interview before we get to the, the next quick part, because I know we got to get out of here. Time is uh, on the essence. What's next for Gabriel the Angel? What is next for you, friend? Next for me is music career being a thing. Grammys. Period. Ooh. I didn't say I'm winning Grammys. Period. But my name in the talks. I'm there. We're there. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, I love it. You know where we're going in the future. So I already know. I'm, I'm putting all those vibes. Okay. So quick questions, real fast, real sweet, get to the point. But these are the questions we ask everyone who is a part, uh, who takes place and sits in a hot seat for our one-on-one -on -one interview. Even me, two weeks ago. So first question is this. If you had all the money, power necessary, money or, um, if you had all the money or power necessary, excuse me, what would you do or change that you feel would be most beneficial for the LGBTQ community? Okay, because I am uh, like a part of producing the Harlem Pride, I wanted to say this is an off the cuff answer. Obviously I haven't, I'm not thinking too hard into the question, but because I'm sure it's other things I would do. But the first thing that came to mind was I would love to have a production company of like the, or, or by the top studio, like a production studio, Warner Brothers or something like that, and produce movie after movie after movie after movie, commenting on or based on LGBTQ figures of the past to give us more confidence in our identity because I don't see enough of that. And I think that would also help a shit ton to see like, we wasn't always like the closet is was just is just thing we have had people get out the closet earlier that have had potent potent significance to history mm -hmm. yeah people. right i agree okay cool number two is this starts with a quote and then i'll give you the question the quote is this ask not where i live or what i like to eat or how i comb my hair but ask me what i'm living for in detail ask me what do i think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for. And that's the quote by Thomas Morton. And the question is this, what is your goal in life and what is slowing you down from achieving that goal? I would say my goal in life is to be a vessel of love and light. Like the Lord gave this to me to let 
it shine. And I think the thing that's holding me back is I just don't have the um, exposure to more souls to be able to touch and be able to learn from to keep rejuvenating my life. I think. Gotcha. That's the only reason why I say yeah. because I need the money to touch the people. That's all. All right, now we got a plan. Okay. <laughs> um, what is your deepest tea? This is question number three. Your deepest tea, i.e., something that you've never shared on social media before, but something that you are willing to share with us. Because <laughs> um, it's versity. Uh, I've never. <laughs> I've never, I never felt like I had to, like it's really nobody business, whatever. But the fact that I've never talked about the fact that I am bisexual and I had a conversation with my mom the other day and she was just like, oh, you were just making such a good husband. Like, why you just want to give it above me? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, mama, I told you I am also attracted to men, but I know I'm rocking a certain aesthetic that not a lot of females in this day and age can fuck with. And I'm not changing who I am to like be with nobody. So that's what it is. But yeah, I guess that would be the T. So if you're going to be with me, you're going to be with me. And that's the T. For and me, you should, all of it. You're going to get your life from it as they all have. But yeah, it is what it is. I have the same amount of female relationships as male relationships. Gotcha. So number four is this uh, second to last question. What has been your biggest stumbling block on that you've encountered on your journey of your work and how did you overcome it? Okay, I would say, you say on my current work? Yeah, um, I would say my thing is um, I've never been an insecure person. I've never been a person that's like super overthinking and like putting a lot of pressure on what I do has been very like, <laughs> there it is, boom. But I feel, I realized my like thing I've been going through recently is overcompensating because I don't want to come off as opportunist. And it's kind of like a struggle for me to just be me because I feel like in New York, man, look, he came from a little bit of love and hip hop, watching too much love and hip hop probably. <laughs> but I feel like in New York is everybody thinks because I'm loud and confident and compliment people on the reg and don't mind like saying stuff like that or don't get starstruck that I'm like being an opportunist but that could all be in my head because I haven't yeah. had anybody like say that but I just want to make sure y'all know I'm authentic like I hope you don't think I'm being a fraud and like it's kind of a battle with me. Mm-hmm. with opportunities or just like going with the process, yeah. Gotcha. And last but not least is the last question. Ideally, what do you want to be the legacy for your work? When you pass away, when you're gone, you're not here anymore. What do you want to be the legacy for your work? I want to be <clears throat> the first authentic from the jump artist of love and light that was such a significant figure in history because of the confidence I gave to 
anyone who ever thought that they did not have to feel as confident as they should. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, all right. Well, all right, y'all. This has been <laughs> a special treat here with us today. This has been Gabriel the Angel. So please let the people know where to find you if they want to find out more information about you and look you up and all that good stuff. Hi. Well, my Instagram is Gabriel the Angel Caution. All one word. Um, and my link tree should be in my bio. And you can, I'm also... Um, digital marketing manager for creative genius support on Instagram. And like I said, a producer for Harlem Parade and Harlem Pride. Oh, y'all, just like that. Look my boy up. Google and, Google. Sorry. And. And, host, and host for Virtual Vibe on Let's Talk Daily Instagram. Check us out. The karaoke is this Friday. Yes, Thursday, right? <laughs> That's all it, huh? Cool. It's Thursday, right? Yeah, the 11th before, uh, the Thursday before Valentine's Day. Yes, this Thursday. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm uh, at Troy Weeks Music on everything, but here representing for what? At Verse TV on everything. So uh, please be sure to check us out, like, comment, subscribe. This has been our one-on-one all the tea here with Verse TV with uh, Gabriel the Angel this week. This is week 93, so stay tuned for more of y'all. We're going 93 weeks strong. Um, make sure, again, you like, comment, subscribe, and if you have anything you want to say or do, comment. Let us know. We look at all the comments. And I'll see you guys again next week for the week 94 with someone else new being in the hot seat to get their one-on-one -on -one interview right here on Breast TV. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you Bye. for being here, friend. Bye, friend. <laughs>